today on Transforming Lives. In his life, he wanted a place of freshness where he can go to God without any condemnation, where he can go to God, go in the presence of God without having to hide his sin. Amen. He said to God in verse 12, restore the joy. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Place where you begin to ever, and that's one of the things that, that is so, so sad about Saul's life is that for more than 30 years or, or 13 years, so to speak, Saul focused his life on trying to get rid of David. And because of that, he could not uh, um, rule the, 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 uh, um, um, the nation properly because his entire focus was because of jealousy. Just because, when, because David killed Goliath, the women began to sing that David killed his 10,000 and saw his thousand, Saul became jealous. Hello? Saul has a special gift, but he allowed jealousy and envy to, 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 to rob his life. You see, the devil knows if he can't get you to sin, he will use other things. He will bring all kinds of deception. So you need to guide your heart, and you need to be confident in who God has made you and the purpose that God has for your life. And if you are the hand, be the best hand you can be. If you are the eye, be the best eye you can be. If you are the foot, be the best foot you can be. If you are the heart, be the best heart you can be. Be the best that you can be that God has given you and not try to be something else. Can you imagine my eye saying that I don't like to be an eye, I want to be a foot? Can you imagine how, what will happen that my eye will be looking down in the dirt? Amen. Why I'm trying to walk. I mean, I will, I will, I will not be able to do anything. Amen. Or my foot began, said, I'm tired of being a foot. I want to be a hand. Can you imagine how would I walk? Amen. And so that's sometimes it, it, we think, take for granted those things, but it sounds foolish. Amen. Because even the body is made to function. If one member of the body is hurting, every member is hurting. But every part, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, every part is important. And because every part is important, even God has made the part that seemingly seems less important to, be, to have more honor. You can't see your heart. You can see your face, but your heart seems to have more honor because if your heart stops beating, you're dead. Hello? Your face can be bruised, can be beaten, can be smart. I remember if your heart is damaged, you're dead. Hello? And so it's very important for us to appreciate and so allow envy to come. And the Bible says, this is what the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14. The spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit came upon him to trouble him. Saul allowed envy to cause the spirit to go. 
Say amen. amen. Say ach. <laughs> amen. We need to be, we need to protect our hearts. We need to guard our hearts. Last but not the least, David. Say David. Now we all know the story of David. The Bible tells us about David that David is uh, God called him a man after his own heart. Amen. He called David, he said, I found a man after my own heart. Amen. So, but but there was something about David. Amen. And the passage that we read earlier in Psalm 51, we, you know the life of David. And, and if you if sometimes when you read the story of David and you read the story of Saul, you find out why is it that 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 Saul uh, uh, what Saul did, God judged it severely, and what David did, it seems as if God did not judge it severely. Amen. There, there is a, a contrast between Saul and David. Amen. And, and we need to understand it because sometimes we 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 we, we get carried away concerning things that seemingly uh, um, on the surface, and we don't know the depths of it. You see, I believe that God judges the heart more or quicker than the flesh. Okay, because the heart, Jesus said, out of the heart comes every evil thing. Amen. And the Bible tells us in Jeremiah that the heart is desperately wicked. Amen. But your heart, you need to make sure that you cultivate and you and you protect your heart. Amen. Saul had uh, 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 um, his heart. He was always finding excuses instead of taking responsibility. You find out in the life of Saul over and over, every time Saul, the prophet Samuel came to Saul and told Saul about his sin, Saul will always find an excuse. But David, David accepted his sin and prayed for forgiveness. That's the difference. I mean, Saul found an excuse and blamed other people for his problem. David accepted his problem and ask God to forgive him. And that's what make David a man after God's heart. That's what that's the, the Bible tells us in this passage in Psalm 51. Amen. Uh, uh, um, David, uh, um, David said to, to God in Psalm 51, this is the this psalm is his repentance concerning um, after he he had uh, uh, had an adulterous relationship with Bathsheba and then scheme to kill her husband in order to take her. The Bible says in verse 10, David said, Cleanse me, I mean, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, a right spirit or a steadfast spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. You see, David knew that God had taken his spirit from Samson because of disobedience. David knew that God had taken his spirit from Saul because of disobedience. And David now was praying to God and asking God to forgive his sin and to cleanse him and watch him and praying that God would not take the Holy Spirit from him. He, he value the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit makes us to live holy lives. Amen. And we need to be careful how we treat him. Because the Bible tells us in Thessalonians that the Holy Spirit can be quenched. We can grieve him. We can, we can, we can shun the Spirit of God. 
Amen. And we need to be careful. David prayed, God, forgive me. God, block out my iniquities. God, um, don't look at my sin, but cleanse me. Now, David was asking God to take not the Holy Spirit from him. Now, you say today, can we pray that prayer sincerely since we're under the covenant? I don't believe so. The reason is that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell and abide. Amen. The Holy Spirit is not just hanging around. He's not just visiting. Amen. He's here to live. Amen. But the important thing about it is that we need not to take for granted the anointing of God upon our lives. David valued the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit so much that he asked God, even in the Old Covenant, Lord, Lord, please do not take your presence from me. Don't hide your presence from me and do not take the Holy Spirit from me. David knew and he went through a time of repentance and the Bible tells us that God forgave him his sin. Because if you read in 1 Samuel, uh, uh, when day after David was approached by Nathan, the Bible says he fasted. God said to him, because you have done this, I will expose you. Amen. I will expose all of your sin. I will, I will, you, you did this in the secret, but I, your, when I do mine, I will do it in the open. And we saw all the different things that David went through. But David's heart was, God, please forgive me of my iniquity and don't look at me. Don't um, deliver me from bloodshed. Amen. David cried out to God and God forgave him. Amen. The presence of the Holy Spirit will force us to live. If we value the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we'll live for God. We'll try to live holy because he convicts us of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Amen. And we'll try as much as possible. David pursue God. He asks God to cleanse him. He said, uh, 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 Lord, uh, uh, have mercy on me according to your loving kindness and in the multitude of your tender mercy. David was not seeking God because of who he was. He was seeking God because of God's mercy. He was asking God to cleanse him and to deliver him because of the tenderness of his mercy. I like he said, he said, uh, the tenderness of your mercy black out my transgression. And then he said, he said, God, uh, uh, purge me with hipster, and I shall be clean. Watch me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones that have been broken may, be re may rejoice. Hide not your face, I mean, hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquity. Cleanse, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit. David wanted that place of newness with God. Uh, that place of, of experiencing all that God wants to do uh, uh, in his life. He wanted that place of freshness where he can go to God without any condemnation, where he can go to God, go in the presence of God without having to hide his sin. Amen. He said to God in verse 12, Restore the joy of my salvation. You see, when when you are... Uh, 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 have this presence of the power of, uh, of the Spirit of God upon your life, you want that freedom in His presence. You want that freedom to be able to go to God. 
You want to have freedom to be able to worship God without condemnation. Amen. And that's what the Bible tells us. He said, uphold me with your generous spirit. He said, then I will teach transgressors your ways. And I like this in verse 17. He said, I mean, verse 16, he said, you do not desire sacrifice or else I will give it. Neither do you delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. God wants us to be broken before him. God wants us to be able to come before him, knowing that he has forgiven us and that he has cleansed us and our hearts will be tender knowing him is because of Jesus and not because of ourselves. That's what David was saying. I've sinned. I've sinned against you. And Lord, because I've sinned against you, when you speak, you will be right. When you judge, you will be fair. When you do uh, 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 um, whatever you do, it will be right. It's the truth because I have sinned. David was not trying to hide his sin. As we walk in our lives and learn to cultivate our relationship with the Holy Spirit, let's be honest with God. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with God. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to push us so that we can live our lives in the freedom and in the power of the Holy Spirit. He makes us right. It's not ourselves, but the Holy Spirit makes us right. Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. 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 You see, one of the things that, that, that amazed me about David is that he said to God, God, you can take everything else from me, but I need your spirit, the spirit of God. I cannot live my life without the, your presence and the power of your spirit. Are you able to say that about yourself to God? Are you able to say to God, God, please, I want your presence and I want your power. And w w doing it is just asking God to fill you and to forgive you and to cleanse you from everything. The Bible says, uh, uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The key there is that you are not pursuing the life of the flesh. You are pursuing the life of the spirit. Why? Because the life of the spirit of Christ in Christ Jesus has set us free from the life of sin and death. Amen? The law of sin and death. Amen? And so it's important for us to pursue God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's talk to God right now. Let's take a few minutes and just talk to God. Ask Him to cleanse us and to look upon us with His tender mercy and to cleanse our hearts so that our lives can be tender and have a broken and a contrite heart before God. Just talk to Him. In your own words, just talk to Him right now. Father, we thank you. We bless you. I yield myself to you. Touch my heart, Lord. Make me sensitive to your spirit. Holy Ghost, do your work in me. Do your work in my heart. Do your work in my life. 
May my life represent you and may my life bring joy and rejoicing to your heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want to um, give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Amen. The Holy Spirit has been sent by Jesus to empower you to do that which God wants you to do and to make you successful and bless your life. But in order for you to experience the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, you must ask God to forgive you so that He can, the Spirit of God can come and dwell in you. Amen. And so if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity. The Bible says God loves you and has a, have a, a wonderful plan for your life. And because of that, He wants to, to have a relationship with you. If you would just pray this prayer with me, we'll, uh, um, Jesus will come into your heart. Say it with me. Church, join us. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and make me anew. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Friend, if you just say that prayer, you are born again. We want to encourage you to get in a good Bible-believing church so that you may grow in your Christian walk. Also, we want to encourage you to write us and to, uh, to text us or email us so that we can send you some material about how to grow. If you live in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we want to encourage you to come and join us in one of our services on Sunday, on Wednesday, amen, or um, come and be a part of what God is doing, amen. Hallelujah. I want to pray for those of you who are sick in your body. I just want to release the power of God now in your life. And I also, in a special way, I want to release this power of the Spirit of God upon you so that you can experience the grace and the power of God because He is here to help you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I curse every sickness and every disease. Holy Spirit, I release your power and your presence where the people are, right where they are. Fill them, O oh God. Do work good in their lives. Quicken them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, be God may whole from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I just release the presence of and the power of the Holy Spirit upon you right now. You may experience a tinkling in your hands or in over your body or warmth. Amen. It's the presence of God and the power of God. Yield to him. Allow him to touch you and to cleanse your heart and to empower you for his work. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We want to go ahead and receive communion. So let's go ahead and... Um, Get, get your uh, 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 um, elements so that we can uh, experience communion. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says, On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup, and when he had stopped saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shared for many for the remission of sin. This do in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. Let's partake now of the bread that signifies the broken body. Amen. And let's claim our healing and deliverance. Amen. Hallelujah. Sister Sophia, lift up your voice and pray for the bread that signifies the broken body. Amen. Hallelujah. The wine signifies the shed blood. It was given for our forgiveness, our um, um, deliverance, and our victory. Let's partake now of the wine that signifies the shed blood. Amen. Jessica, lift up your voice and pray for the wine that signifies the shed blood. Amen. Let's say this together. Say, Jesus, thank you for your blood that was shared as a, um, to rectify the covenant that we have with you. This covenant is filled with great and precious promises, and we are partakers of these promises. We are healed. We are forgiven. We are delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of your of into your kingdom. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We come behind in no good thing. Whatever we put our hands to, prosper. We thank you, Lord, for the newness of life that we now enjoy in Jesus name Amen Father in the name of Jesus I thank you for your people I bless you for all that you are doing by your spirit in their lives Lord you said we should put your name upon them and so I declare and decree the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious unto you 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord enlarge your territory, giving you wisdom and insight, favor and increase. The Lord overshadow you with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord deliver you from the snare of the evil one. The Lord heal your body and protect you. The Lord use you as his instrument to share the gospel with those you come in contact with, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to cleanse the lepers. Freely you receive, freely give. The Lord gave you the mind of Christ, the wisdom of Solomon, and the blessings of Abraham. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.